So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. I'm David Spizak, and thank you so much for taking the time to listen. So I was having a conversation recently with a couple of people that I work with, and this topic that came up was, why is it that so many times really great people with really great intentions who have really great ideas, concepts, services, product ideas, why, why is it that so oftentimes they don't actually get to the finish line? Why is it, despite the fact that they want it, they say they want it so badly, they've seemingly put in the time, and they seemingly have made a commitment by oftentimes leaving their previous employment. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs, the majority of them, leave what they currently do in order to start a company that does the same thing in some form or fashion, because they believe if I'm doing this, I'm making money for somebody else, why can't I do it for myself? How hard can that be? And yet, you know, I see these folks that are working so hard month after month, year after year, and there's no transformation. It's seemingly like they're running on a track and nobody ever shows up with that ribbon for them to run through. They just keep running on that track. And it's sad because you so desperately want to get there. It's sad to me because I want them to get there. I spent the last year and a half spending with some really great people, some incredible people, intelligent, vibrant, personal. I mean, uh, just from a personal standpoint, professional standpoint, they're fantastic human beings. And so oftentimes they do have great ideas. And I want them to win. And so I started thinking about this. Okay, because we cover an awful lot of topics from marketing to sales to the art of negotiation, the art of networking, how to raise capital, what's the best way to incorporate social media and so many other topics. And yet it seems like there's something missing. And then it hit me. I think oftentimes... We, are, we get under the false impression that showing up is enough. And you know, there's even quotes out there. Woody Allen has a quote from years ago that he had that said, 80% of success is showing up. And that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? 80%. I mean, that's going to get me, if that was school, I mean, straight away, I got to be. Just by showing up, I got to be. But I know better and so do you. When we showed up and just sat our butt down on our desk or on the seat at our desk, that didn't guarantee me a B. It didn't get you a B. We still had to put in the work. We still had to learn the subject matter. We still had to study. We still had to have repetition, practice over and over and over again until we understood that particular formula or that concept or that theory. And then even then, We still had to put in extraordinary effort just to get a B. 
And to get an A, ooh, okay, well, that's that delta between 80% and 100%. How do I do that? Well, simple. I have to outperform. I have to outwork, outthink, outlearn, outhustle, outgrind in order to get from that B to the A, right? And so it got me thinking, is showing up really just enough? Is that enough? And the answer, I think, simply is no. It's an emphatic no. It's not enough. Because just like that scenario, that analogy I just created, I love analogies. Because for me, I don't know about you, but it helps me kind of connect the dots sometimes. Sometimes I run into a brick wall mentally when I'm trying to think about things. And by the way, have you ever had a situation where you're trying to come up with an answer to a challenge? You're trying to solve a dilemma. You're trying to come up with the missing piece, the missing puzzle piece on why I haven't been able to get from here to here, from here to where I want to go. And it seems like the harder I think, the more I think about it, the more distant that answer seems to be, the farther away it seems to go. And so I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes just kind of getting out of that space and jumping into a different space, hence the analogy, helps me connect the dots. As a side note, you might find this interesting. You know, when you think about disruption in industry, disruption in technology, disruption in client service. Did you know that the vast majority of disruption, of breakthroughs, they don't come from within the same industry, right? It wasn't the post office that came up with the disruptive idea that Arthur Blank used to create FedEx, for example. And it certainly wasn't anywhere in Silicon Valley where Jeff Bezos had the epiphany, had the revelation, the idea, the concept that I could put together logistics that had been around forever and the internet that's been around for over a decade or so, and I could put those two together with e-commerce and create Amazon, a trillion-dollar company. Analogies can be super, super powerful. So anyways, it got me thinking. And so as we were having this discussion and going back and forth and thinking, okay, well, so what is it? Why is it that people struggle so much? Why do they have a tough time? Well, I, I think, I think they think, hey, once I come up with the idea, the concept for that service, that product, once I create my menu, once I create my business plan, just add water, I'm good. I'll just show up. I'll roll this out and I'm good. It's not enough. Never enough. So what else do you need? Well, I think for starters, other than just physically showing up, I think you also need to rise up. So whether you're a parent and you want to become a better parent, a better partner, a better friend, a better networker, a better salesperson, I think that you have to rise up. If I show up as a father of my kids, all right, I could check that box, right? And say, all right, yep, I'm the father of my kids. But I need to rise up. I need to think higher. I need to set the bar higher. I need to have a higher standard. For what does that mean in the eyes of my kids? What does that mean? Not in my eyes. 
But in the eyes of my kids, what does that mean for me to rise up and to be a great dad? Well, chances are it means I have to do more than just show up. I have to be there in tough times. I have to pick them up. I have to go through times that I might feel are frustrating internally because we've talked about this two or three or 75 times. But I got to keep showing up. And if I don't rise up in terms of the standard I set for myself, chances are at some point I'm going to stagnate. And once I stagnate, that's it, man. That's as far as I'm going to go. You know, it's the same thing in business. It's the same thing as an entrepreneur. If you came from another job and now you want to go do essentially the same thing, but for yourself, you got to remember it's a different situation. Oftentimes, you're the only one wearing all the hats. Before, you had resources, you had coworkers, you had a marketing budget, you had a boss. Yeah, you remember that boss, that boss that may have been a pain in your ass, that boss you may have lamented about. That boss that actually in some way inspired you to quit. But that boss still had structure. Still was he or she was part of those resources. Now it's you. You're either a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, small business with just a handful of employees. Now you've got to rise up. Yep, you. You've got to set the standard higher. You've got to set the bar for you And for everybody around you, whether they're a contract worker, whether they're a virtual assistant, or whether they're physically right in front of you. Because if you don't, there's an old saying, the speed of the troops is the speed of the leader. If it's not urgent or important to you, it won't be urgent or important to them. And by the way, if you don't care about them, chances are they're not going to care about you. So I think number two is you got to rise up. Number three, you got to level up. And that might sound similar to rise up, but it's not. I think of rise up as being all inside of the six inches between our ears. It's the mental part of the game, right? It's where I can, I can set my own standards. It's where I can set a higher expectation, where I can work on my confidence, my conviction, my resiliency, my relentlessness. But now I got to also level up. And that means I need to go out and I've got to become better. Not smarter, that's not enough. Smarter, all you're doing is accessing information that by the time you get done reading or listening or watching it, that you knew something you didn't know before. But that again, Like showing up isn't enough. It's not going to make you better. And the goal is not just to be smarter. It's to be better. Better is what's going to get you to the best version of you. Better is what's going to get you the best version of my life or your life. So we need to level up, which means we need to be constantly seeking out knowledge. And last but not least, you got to follow up. Well, I'm going to throw in one extra at the end. But you got to follow up. And why is that important? Because the reality is most people don't. And there's a clue there. If you want to win, if you want to compete, win, or dominate, follow-up is the key. Follow-up is the grind work. Follow-up is where you're putting in the real work. 
where somebody says, hey, I'm interested in your product. I'm interested in talking to you. I'm interested in learning a little bit more. Do you know there's a staggering percentage of opportunities that are missed because whoever's involved who received that opportunity as an internet lead, as a phone call, as a DM, as an email, they never even followed up with that person. And what message does that send? That actually sends two. You may not think about this. It's message number one to the prospective client. Yeah, I'm too busy, man. Hey, I'm not interested. Hey, you're not important. Right? And that's bad enough. But there's another message it sends. It sends a message to you that ultimately can condition you to become used to that. And once you become used to that, man, life gets tough. It gets very hard. So you've got to be committed to the hard work, the grunt work, the grind work of following up over and over and over again. By the way, typical salesperson is going to give up after one or two attempts. Average buyer can take five or six efforts on your part. There's, again, another clue. And I said I'm going to bring up one more. And, you know, as we were talking, and these guys have heard me say ad nauseum, relentless cannot be defeated, period. If I'm relentless, I'm unstoppable, which means I'm not an if. It's not whether I'm going to succeed. It's when am I going to succeed? How cool is that? How great is that? You want to become great at relationships, great as a partner, You want to win. By the way, do you think the person you're with, do you think they want to hang out or marry a when or an if? They say, do you take this woman? Do you take this person? Do you take this man? They don't say, hey, you want to give him a shot? That's what they would do. If you're saying, yeah, it's an if, 50-50. You want to be a when. How magical is that? Because it's just... Now it's just a matter of perseverance and patience. That's it. Perseverance, patience, consistency, and relentless pursuit of that goal. Whatever it might be. The last but not least, don't give up. It's not enough to show up. You've got to rise up. You've got to level up. You've got to follow up. And most importantly, you've got to never ever give up. And if you could do that, my friends, whether you're pursuing a health goal, a fitness goal, a nutrition goal, sales goal, business goal, friendship, relationship goal, I can absolutely guarantee you that you're going to get exactly where you want to go. It's just a matter of time. Speaking of time, Thanks for sharing your time with me. Thanks for taking the time to listen. I would love to hear your review. I would love it if you could subscribe if you want to hear more. And feel free to share it out to anybody else you think may really benefit from this message. Thanks for joining. I'll see you next time.
You've been listening to The David Spizak Show. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now. I look forward to having you back in the room where it happens.